Confidence comes with age. It does come with age. I didn't understand it before because I thought in your 20s, that's when you're supposed to be in your prime, like the hottest. But I was not even remotely as confident as I am now. There's something so fucking sexy. Just like seeing each other's bodies moving around, but knowing you're going to eventually maybe fuck this person. It's it's just so hot. It's the tease. It's the anticipation. Uh, It's the buildup. And I don't think we do that enough. And I think that we often think like, well, we're already hot and heavy in the moment. Might as well just do it. It's like, what's the rush? You ruined porn for me. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I just want to come really quick. Like I'm just bored. So I just, I go straight to like the sex where it's just like, you see the penis going to the vagina and it's just like this. And I'm like, now I do that. And I'm just like, okay, really? Like, is she even orgasm? Right, exactly. It's not real. <laughs> and Porn I'm like, real. like, shit, she's ruining it for That's me. Right. Lube is fucking life-changing. Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, I'm joined by Violet Benson, creator of Daddy Issues account on Instagram, to talk about her new podcast, Too Tired to Be Crazy, as well as hookups, canceling plans, toxic relationships, and so much more. Topics include what it's like having an Instagram persona and then having your real life persona. Confidence versus cockiness. There's a fine line and it's important to make this distinction in a potential partner. Okay, we all know it's rude to flake on plans, but canceling a hookup plan, why would we do that? And intimacy, how to keep it alive if you're not having sex. All this and more, thanks for listening. My friends are always amazed at how I just seem to turn every conversation into sex talk. I mean, but it just happens, okay? So watch. It's summer. Well, summer means vacations, and vacations mean vacation sex. See, I can't help it. But for real, vacation sex is literally the best thing ever. I mean, you're in a whole new place. You're not thinking about work. Someone else gets to clean the sheets. I mean, you get it. And because I love you all so much, I've put together something to make your next trip extra special. My subscription box is all new this quarter, and the theme is you guessed it, vacation sex. It's an awesome box. You'll get a great waterproof mini vibe from Cal Exotics, a set of door jam handcuffs from Sports Sheets, an Uberlube travel kit, CBD lip balm from Veritas Farms, and a few other tasty surprises. Oh, and I've also included a little vacation sex cheat sheet with my top tips for making the most of your time away. If you haven't seen my subscription box, I hope you'll check it out. Every quarter, I hand select a bunch of amazing products for you to try. So there's no guessing, no shopping around. I make it easy for you. You subscribe and every three months, a new box shows up at your door. But if you don't like it, cancel anytime. No worries. Oh, and you also save a bunch of cash compared to ordering everything separately. So it's kind of a no-brainer. To check out my vacation sex subscription box, go to sexwithemily.com box. That's my site, sexwithemily.com B-O-X. into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, check out sexwithemily.com. You're going to love our site if you haven't been there. You can also find my podcast. We release it three times a week, wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can find me Monday through Friday, 
from 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific on SiriusXM Stars 109 for even more fun sex talk. And you can get a free 30-day subscription at sexwithemily.com slash SXM. As always, find me on all social media. It's at sexwithemily across the board. All right, guys, hope you enjoy the show. I'm very excited to welcome Violet Benson to the show. I love your story, Violet. You're originally from St. Petersburg, Russia. Then you moved to Los Angeles because your parents won the lottery? Right, yeah. Communist Russia. So I, I moved from Russia to Israel, and then when I was one, we won the green card lottery and moved to the U.S. when I was 14. Okay, you're 14, so you moved here, and then you just started, you went to school, your dad, because we got to find out where the daddy issues come from, but what I read is like, you really pushed, you went to school, you were studying accounting, and yeah. you were kind of bored with it. No. Or no? <laughs> Say I got it wrong. No, 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 you didn't get it wrong. It's more, I mean, my father, it was kind of like I felt forced because I'm come from an immigrant family right. and the, the American dream is like a nine, it's a, it's a nine to five and the American dream is kind of, you come to America, you have a nine to five, you hate your job, you hate your life, but that's American dream, you know, right. middle class type of life. And that's what I believed in. My parents both have graduate uh, degrees. My sister's an attorney and it was kind of like, okay, what is my next thing? I want to make my father proud. So I think when I never liked school, right. but my father kind of forced me to go to school so then I mean I graduated college in three years but yeah, because amazing my dad made me like I still didn't <laughs> like it like I barely would show up to class I never felt smart I felt right. stupid all the time um I went to Cal State school because my dad was like you're not gonna go to a two you're not gonna go to um community for- college for two years and then tr- try to transfer because I don't trust you and I feel like you're gonna fail so we're just gonna take you you're just gonna go straight to Cal State school so you can graduate like it was kind of and like I just believed him and I listened course, to it I was like because yeah. we listen to our parents until we don't until we yeah. realize that, that we love them but they love us and did the best they could yeah so then you were at a job accounting right yeah and- I have a degrees I have two degrees business law and accounting because my sister had two degrees and she graduated in three years from UC so then I was like I have to do it too it's wow, a lot of pressure it's fine. <laughs> okay, but, but but what happened was you're there and you're kind of bored at your job and then you create this sensation, this account, Daddy Issues, in 2014, you launch it? Yes, and July now, 2014. And you were just like sitting around and you were just, did people always tell you you were really funny or you were what? Like you just... Yeah, I was class clown in high school, but it was just me being awkward, especially when you moved to a new country. I I mean, like, well, I think what helped my imagination is my, when I was younger and I was kind of a loner, my sister would play games with me a lot of the time and we would create this whole imaginary world where we played a whole high school and in my imaginary world, I was popular. Popular. And it was kind of like my goal to always want to be popular. So even when I moved to America and I was kind of bullied and, and trying to like learn English and understand people, my goal was like, okay, I'm going to become popular. And I did figure out how to become popular yeah. in American school. But then when I became an accountant, it's not that I got bored with accounting. I, I'm a passionate person. Like anything I do, I'm going to be the best. But the problem is the women in my workplace wow. made my life so miserable that I got so depressed. I would cry in my car every morning before working, walking to work. And I felt like such a failure that I couldn't figure out how to make these people like me because I had such a need to be liked constantly. Most entertainers do. And even though I was class clown in high school in America, I was like, "There's how do you make a job out of that? Like, obviously, yeah. it's not a thing. So my daddy issues came from my own depression and my own insecurities. Like, I was finding myself. So when I was posting on daddy issues, it was... That's why it was anonymous, and it was just memes about things that I felt like there was something weird about me. And I didn't want to show my face or anything because I didn't want anyone judging me, and I didn't know who I was. So 
people it's so i've tried to explain this to my followers my fans before that they literally build me up they build who i am as a person like they they created daddy issues and i was able to find it was the first time in my life that i felt like i fit in and i was able to find myself so it's really for me it's so much more than a meme account like i wouldn't be who i am today if it wasn't for daddy issues and i feel like first daddy issues she was my alter ego and she was like this cool sexy like i'll fuck everyone girl and i was like oh my god i'm so insecure like I don't know who I am and then slowly I became her and suddenly I am daddy issues and I was like I stopped talking about her as sorry as a she and then the more I found I started to found confidence in myself and not caring anymore for people to accept me including my father which is how our relationship became better because I finally realized like you know what I'm not scared anymore to tell my dad that I love him and if he doesn't say back I'm not scared of rejection anymore because wow. I love him and I started to say that and then suddenly he said it back because he didn't we didn't say I love you to each other until I was like 24 25 wow. but anyway then eventually I suddenly um outgrew daddy issues and now she's again my alter ego because she's a little more immature and playful than me and I'm and I've become again more confident so again I when I talk about daddy issues I, I say she because again she became my alter ego because I've outgrown her I know other people may not see it, but like that's how I view this and that's how I became like Violet Benson and my podcast and so much more than just daddy issues because like she helped me become who I am, but now I'm like, I've outgrown her. Right, and now she, that's, I love that story in my heart. I really got, I got, I got teared up a little bit with your story. My heart filled up like with just like how much you've grown and you, that's such a, you're so, um, like such ambition and such resilience and such strength it took to keep going, like moving to a new country, first of all, like trying to learn the language, like yeah. having parents who are super driven, which I understand, like coming from a family, like everyone's like lawyers and degrees and all that stuff. I understand that as well. But then like, it's just, you have so much, you're so much wisdom around it too, that you were able to do that. And then the podcast now, oh wait, so then it moved into Violet Benson, but do you still manage the Daddy Issues account? Yes, I do do everything on my own. And I recently also um, parted ways with like my agents and my manager. So I really do kind of do everything on my own. It's not easy and I am unorganized, which is one of my biggest flaws, I'll admit it. Because I'm so creative and I just doze off on things. <laughs> but I somehow managed to make it work. And even though people have recommended before that I should have some other people run my other accounts, I just can't because it's like it's your baby it's yeah it's my baby and it's like it's me like I feel like no how even if it's a meme I didn't create the caption is still me right so I can't have someone else write it I don't know I know I I get it I I totally understand that so okay so now let's talk about so now you're Violet Benson and then your new podcast too tired to be crazy yes and that's when we first met and I was so well because daddy issues I followed you already because who doesn't you I was surprised when you did when you followed me I was like oh shit she follows me this is wild no of course and then you messaged me and I was like oh my god you're like be on my podcast I'm like yes we love you I well this is what happened I was googling uh different because in my head I was just like oh she's too big she wouldn't want to come my pocket that was like my my thought so I was looking at other people I dm like two other people who were um, way smaller than you. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but then in my head I said, V, dream big. Like, who the fuck? Like, you are the fucking shit. Yeah. Why wouldn't she come on your podcast? Yeah. So I unsent those messages <laughs> and I sent you because I said she will say yes. Yes. Because I'm the best. You are and you the did. best. And I knew you like- <laughs> Oh my God, I had the best time. And then we went there and I, we had not met. 
And I walked in and it was like we were there for two hours and we went off. I we mean, could have was, gone longer I, if I, we didn't have to finish. I know. Up, like people were like, else. hello, yeah. you got to leave. And I just had the best time. And I came back here too, elevated because I could feel we were just having this connection. I could see the wheels turning in your head and learning. And we no, were all No, you learn- taught me so much. And I think I'm just the kind of person that I really like take every moment into learning. I just think no matter how confident quote unquote, I can be, I always there's always so much more room to grow. And my father always said, the dumbest person in the room is a person that thinks they know everything. True. And I, my dad is always right. So. He is? No, it is true. The people think they know everything. I'm just like, you know zero things. Yeah. I'm not listening to you. And like, it, even though you, you gave me sex advice, it's like you like, I was already confident, but it was just those a little level that I couldn't figure out how to get there. Right. You, like our, our like meeting completely like took me there. Oh. It, like I learned so much from just that one session. It was crazy for I, me. That makes me feel amazing. So tell me some of the things that you, it was a long talk. So what do you think you got from it? Okay, well, you know, I got so excited. Well, I do also didn't want to come off um, too enthusiastic because I know with me, uh, maybe because I'm a writer and I'm poetic, I take like every moment into it and I'm like, oh my God, let me write about it. Like, I'm so excited. So after a meeting, I want to, I know I did send you an email afterwards. Thank you. But I want to be like, you don't understand. Like, I've learned so much. And you're like, you're so amazing. And I can't wait to use this vibrator. I want to tell you all about it after I use it. And like, and I was like, okay, V, calm down. Like, don't scare her. Oh. But <laughs> no, I loved it. I could feel it because I felt it. You felt it? Yes. No, dude, we are going to be friends. I felt, I love it because that's what I do. Like, I love watching. I could just tell, like, you were learning these things. And it was just a, it was a redirect. It was mind-blowing. I can't even explain how much I learned. It was basically like okay like I get sex and everything and I thought I already pretty much under like I, I try to study people and everything I talk about on my podcast I do research everything like I try to understand everything really well and even when I go to therapy it's very rare that my therapist says something to me that I didn't already think of that I'm like holy shit that's right. genius I think we we've had we've been together for two years and only twice maybe maybe three times he said something that suddenly I go whoa I can learn from this. So, and he, even he gets excited. So for me to sit with someone and suddenly they say something that I didn't realize. And that's why you saw my, the wheels yeah. turning is because that throws me off. Cause yeah. I'm like, holy shit, I didn't, I didn't understand this before. And then I start to think differently. Right. And that's what happened with us because I, or I'm already confident and I like learned to love myself and my body and how to be with men. But the way I came into our, um, my recording for too tired to be crazy all my questions were all about pleasuring the men. And it didn't even cross my mind to think about pleasuring myself and pleasuring the women. And like, and I loved how you kept going like, yeah, yeah, that's great. Giving him head, like, you know, and like deep throating. But like, okay, let's move on. Uh, how, how, how do you come? Right. And like, you should come every time. And suddenly, I can't explain. Like the wheels turned in my head because I was like, holy fuck. I've been fucking for the guy my whole life. It's all about the guy all the time. I thought like, oh, if I suck his dick and look in his eyes, he's going to think I'm so sexy. He's going to call me again. It's like, fuck that. Like, I need to get something from that too. Like, how about you go down on me? I look still look into my eyes. And then, of course, you're going to call me because I'm fucking amazing. If you don't call me, like, I don't give a shit. Exactly. At least I got off. Yeah. Yeah. She comes first is what I was saying. That's amazing. But just know also... The reason why I will always have a job is because every day I'm teaching. Most people don't know that. Most people don't know these things. Like we really, we're not taught that. We are still in a very, in a society where it is all about men. That's how we were raised. That's what we were taught. We were taught like give a blowjob. It's currency. So. But you ruined porn for me. <sighs> you ruined it. I tried to like masturbate to porn and then suddenly I'm just like, ugh. This is so boring. I can't like not. We're going to give you Erica. Hot. And I was like, oh, fuck. You can find <laughs> good porn though. We like Erica Lust porn. 
Erica Lust is a woman, she was on my show a few weeks ago, she's been on a few times, and she makes porn that's for women, by women, but it's hot. It's like women, yeah. natural, there's like a little bit more plot. No, but like I used to want to, sometimes I'm like, oh, I just want to come really quick. Like I'm just bored. So I just, I go straight to like the sex where it's just like, you see the penis going to the vagina and it's just like this. And I'm like, and that would just make me come because I haven't had sex in in like forever. So like, I'm like, oh, that'll turn me on. Now I do that and I'm just like, Okay, really? Like, is she even orgasm? Right, exactly. It's not real. <laughs> and porn I'm like, real. like, shit, she's ruining it for That's me. why you like Erica Lust. Her porn may actually come. And they're hot. Yeah. But we'll find other ways. Imagination, mindfulness, being in your yeah. body, breathing. And you gave me, like, this sexy confidence, like, afterwards. Like, after... Because I think when we had our session, I didn't... Um, because I've the last time I had sex was in December. And I'm pretty honest about it. It was yeah. the last guy I dated. And... But then after we had our session my brain thought wasn't like oh I'm gonna go have sex now it was more like no one's fucking me until I come so now I'm even more happy with my decision that I didn't have sex and like I'm I'm not gonna feel guilty if if I don't have sex with someone because then maybe they won't call me it's like there should be so lucky they're so that's such the way to do it exactly and then I did hook up with three guys after (laughs) after our meeting but not fucking right like I honestly just kissed all three of them and two of them they got to see like my tits and stuff like that but it was it was I felt like I had the power in the bedroom so it was amazing it's more like a mental thing like it was a mental redirect in your brain going yeah I am in charge. I have the power. Yeah. I could decide to give him a blowjob. I still have the power there. Yes. If I hold his penis, I still have the power. But like, but it was so sexy and like I knew they were looking at me like I'm the sexiest person in the world because I was so confident. Right. And like I wasn't worried about getting all done in one moment. It was the, it was the, it was it was the fun of like being so sexual and doing all that foreplay without actually fucking that turned me on and them even more. Wow. You know? That's amazing to but me. But I feel like our session, I keep saying session because you're like my I'm therapist. therapist. But, well, uh, I am. I feel but like I am. my recording on Tutat to be crazy like really is what really helped me wow. get there. I'm so I'm that makes me so happy. I could see that. Well I'm still here for you for whatever you need. But it sounds like we you're like in the process. One, the last guy I just hooked up with I slept over and I mean all we did like he only kiss like touch my boobs and stuff like that but in the morning um he was like looking at me as I was getting dressed and he looked at me he goes I can't wait till I get to fuck you and I was like that's right that's right you held it right because maybe which he will past, get to fuck you. he will get to fuck you but maybe in the I past you would have so you're saying in the past you might have I may him. have just like fucked him because I've been like a pity fuck you're already there or like uh, a, you feel bad yeah, and it's like, oh, I want to feel closer. I just want to get that false intimacy. So maybe I'll sleep with him. And like, you know, I haven't had sex in so long. And it's going to be so, I'm going to feel so hot and sexy when we're fucking. Yeah. Because I'm going to like do all those moans and all that, even though I'm not coming. This time it's like, I, he wasn't giving, he didn't give me any orgasms. So no, I didn't like touch his dick because yeah. I didn't care. Not that I don't care to pleasure no, the guy. I, get I it. do. But you have to be warmed up too. It was a one-sided game yeah, before. Exactly. Sex was a one-sided game where we were Not all showed, anymore. all dollied up, all dolled up. I'll just give him a default blowjob because I know that's what he wants. Or I'm at my period. I always hear his girls I say this I did too. want to give him head, but something in my head, I was like, no. I have to come first. Right. If she I'm not coming, first. I'm not sucking. Yeah, it's good though, girl. And again, you'll learn to make this your own too, but that is, that's such a great way to start. And you see that he was like, damn, I can't wait to fuck you. Because I feel like all of us like, we we think that there's a certain mentality that if we don't do it, then he's not going to call us back, or we we owe right. it to him, or he got blue balls. I just heard. Oh, this he someone. did. He was like, I. He texted me. He's like, I have real. blue balls, and I was like, I. Not have, our problem. I said, I have green eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking hilarious. I, I do. You are funny. <laughs> 
And now you got the confidence. And you keep saying you just got the confidence, but it's always a lifelong process too. You're going to keep getting more and more confident. Because we were saying like, Confidence comes with age. It does come with age. I didn't understand it before because I thought in your 20s, when you're early 20s, that's when you're supposed to be in your prime, like the hottest. But I was not even remotely as confident as I am now. And it just, and it shows, like even the guy I hooked up with, like I think he was talking to some 18 year old and it didn't even cross my brain to even get worried about that because I know I'm so sexy and I, the way he looks at me, like he, I'm not even bothered. Right. You're and like, not that there's anything wrong with the 18 year old, but it's like I, in my head, I was like, oh, she has so much to learn. And I was like, yeah. damn, I never thought I was going to be that girl to think like that. Right. Not, not to feel threatened by anyone else. Yeah. Cause I just turned 30. So, of course, like an 18 year old, I'm just like, oh, wow. Like, I have fun with that, right? She must be so tight. <laughs> like, so everything. T- exactly. Well, you can't know at 18. Well, that's the other thing. I always say to people, it's like, they always say that saying, like, youth is wasted on the young, which I never really understand. But it's true. Like, in your 20s, you have it all. All these things. Your looks. And you're young. And you can do anything. And all the positions. But you don't know your body. And you don't know what feels good. And you don't know how to ask for it. And you're still, like, don't even think you have issues with your family yet. And you're still, I don't know. You're just still, you don't know yourself yet. No, I, I, I agree. I feel like every year I learn more and more about myself. But that's also because I want to. Yeah. So it's, I, it's very important for me to understand myself better. But... Who I am now and who I was in my 20s are completely two different people. And I'm so much more confident now than I was. Also, way better looking. (laughs) Like, I feel like grew into my looks. And I know to some people it can come off as, oh, she sounds cocky or whatever. It's almost like, I think a lot of times with people, if you're insecure, then they're like, oh, come on. You got to be more confident. How can you be so insecure when you're so cute? Then you act confident. Then when you're confident, you're like, oh, you're, you're too cocky. But to me, it's like, I grew up getting bullied and I had my own issues and and also being foreign like it took me years to learn how to love myself like I didn't love myself I didn't feel beautiful I didn't first I didn't love myself until I became daddy issues and that's I slowly started to learn how to love myself so only 24 I didn't feel beautiful until um a few years ago and that's when I finally felt like beautiful where I didn't need to wait for someone to tell me that I'm beautiful because I told myself that I was and so that's an amazing how did you learn that what was that about that journey the journey of becoming be- feeling like you're beautiful. Well, I mean, and the bullying is huge to get through. That is a huge thing too. I can understand where it started. Never feeling that well, you were. It's something that I don't talk about, and I feel like I'm not gonna really get into. But okay. I, I, um, because I feel like it should be my time and I'm ready. But I was born with the birth defect, and I was bullied for that growing up. And it was like years of like constantly like fixing it and stuff like that. So before, um, I came out as daddy issues. I decided to fully fix it because I was like, I can get, people can make fun of me for anything they want, but that's like the one thing I can't handle because I grew up like getting bullied for it so yeah. much. Um, or even when no one else would notice it anymore, like I would notice it. Like it was, right. like, I see it. So, and because a lot of times, like it doesn't matter how beautiful you are. Right. If someone you tells you, thing. if someone tells you you're a piece of shit a lot of the time for a long time, you're going to start believing it. Yeah. And then you look at yourself and you feel like a piece of shit. So I think first I learned how to love myself and then that helped me feel beautiful. And then, and it's the weirdest thing. It's kind of like you fake it till you make it. Yeah. So on days where I feel ugly or I feel unaccomplished or anything, if I keep telling myself I'm great and I get sarcastic and I joke around, I accidentally, I end up believing it. Right. Because that's all, that's all we have. True. It, it, it's all that, that positive affirmations. If you leave notes around your house, if you just, I do these meditations in the morning where like, I'm, I'm great. I'm confident. I'm kind. Well, all you're the amazing. Well, well, thanks. You're literally perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you're right. But it's also, I still get insecure too, all the time. Oh my God. I mean, I, I, I doubt what I've said and I doubt things, but you know, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a process, but thank you. But that's, it comes from being surrounded by also accomplishing things and then being around people that you trust and that are having a really good team and 
making good decisions, you know, and, and also I learned from so many of my mistakes. Like I'm so humble. Like I don't think I know everything yet. I mean, either I'm always like learning, always learning, still in therapy on and off my whole life. I think yeah. you're never done. But I think that's also gives you confidence when you have that emotional intelligence, which mo- most people are not seekers. I would say the majority of people are not in therapy. They're not really interested in learning more about sex. I hope they are now if they're listening to the show. But like what you learned is like steal the knowledge that I answer like on my show every night on SiriusXM. We get hundreds of calls a week, thousands of ma- emails. People are asking those same things. Like they, they, we still, it's very messed up the way we think about sex. I mean, like did you, it's after, just that, right, not, not accurate information. No, I 100% agree with you. And I'm not saying like the minute you listen to like one of these episodes, like that's it, your whole opinion is going to change. Listen, I want everyone to listen to it. No, oh. I agree. But I'm saying oh. listen to it. Of course, <laughs> like listen to my episode, Too Tired to Be Crazy with Emily. It's amazing. It's called Life is Too Short to Have Bad Sex. I agree with that. But I'm saying, it helped my confidence and it changed my point of view, but whatever insecurities you carry on, that's always going to take a second to get through because even the the guys that I like made out with and we had like passionate, you know, up to second base kind of like <laughs> stuff going on, I did want them to go down me, but I still had those small little insecurities of when we talked about before where I feel weird about a guy being down there. Right. So of course it still hit me, but I think in my head I was like, okay, the next time I'll get there. But yeah. so I'm not saying your insecurities go away completely no. of the way you used to believe things. You never, you they never go away. But I'm more you on just the way. To flip right. You just yeah. learn to like flip. I think they, I don't know, some go away. Like I used to, you know, I'm trying to think about my insecurities used to be, and now they are. But I still worry like I didn't know enough, or I wasn't prepared enough. I'm unorganized. Like I worry about those things my whole life too. Yeah. But I, I just get better at managing them. Because this is not all going to change. And you might still find yourself giving a blowjob and being like, why am I guess sucking on the dick? <laughs> I thought Emily said not suck on the dick. I didn't come yet. Fuck. But you're, because that's just, and that's when you have to be kind to yourself and be like, yeah. I'm not perfect. But the fact that you even have that consciousness, like right now, I'm not comfortable, but maybe next time. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like that, in that we did talk about that, how there are so many insecurities. We have that guys don't really want to be doing it. They don't want to be down there and they're judging us. But it's like, are they ever thinking, oh, I hope she wants to be sucking on my dick right now? Are no. Like, no. So And what? they get so insecure. Like the second guy, the second guy that I was making out with that we were like in the bed doing the, you know, second base foreplay. <laughs> and he, he um, like I, I did put my hand like over his penis, like over the um, underwear. And he goes, I have a nice dick, right? I mean, people say it's nice, right? And I was thinking like, oh shit, he's insecure. Yes. LOL. So insecure. <laughs> like, right. LOL. And I was like, yeah, it's nice. He's like, people say like it has good girth. You're like, like, good, glad to know. And I was like, like, yeah, dope, man. (laughs) Five stars on Yelp. High five. Good for you. Dude, no, it's, but guys are so insecure. That's the other thing I learned from doing the show is that like, I didn't know any of this until I went to school and studied and did a million podcasts. Men are just as insecure as we are. They don't know any, they don't know any more than we do. Yeah. But they're just like that they're on the end of like, well, I'm just going to get blowjobs or I'm just going to like, I'm going to, they're at least sort of winning in that. But they did want to go down me. That's a funny thing. And I was still like, oh, because the second guy was like, you're so, I mean, you're so perfect. I would give anything for you to just sit in my face. And I was like, oh, thanks. And then next time in my head, I was like, oh, am I fully like, do I have any hair down there? Like, do I shave? Like, I don't know. And it was just like me trying to get out of it because suddenly the whole confidence that I had acting up in the bedroom like went away for a second The th- of the thought of like him going down me because I was like, okay, he thinks I'm so perfect because I was overly, being overly right. confident because I did feel so sexy and I remember I, I took this. off my top and I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, how nice are my tits? And he's just like, <laughs> They're the best. Which they are the best. I can just see them right I now. I do have great tits. You've great tits. I do, and they're like, real and they're perky. And I mean, like Thank I you. can't even. It's but amazing. But it sucks where you only like the top part, but then the bottom part you're worried about it. Because you know, like he like takes me and puts me on top, and then we're hooking up. But then of course, like in my head, I'm like 
well, he thinks I'm so perfect now, but like, what if I take off my pants and he doesn't think I'm perfect? Oh my God. And I was like, fuck, why am I thinking right, like why that? Are you thinking? And how do you get out of it? Be like, I am all perfect. It's all confidence. That, yeah. that confidence you brought in. And I don't think that the guy that you'd have to, you actually want to be with, like you want, and these are like, I've been with these different kind of guys. There are the guys who are like, oh, you, I mean, I don't know, maybe they're, it's been a long time, but they're like, she has a weird hair or her <laughs> lips or whatever. Honestly, not your guy at all. But I feel like also, that's only when you're like that, 16. When you're 16 or 20, who knows? Now you have like anal and you shit on the guy and he still calls you exactly. the next day. Dude, <laughs> so exactly. Dude, exactly. That's what you got to come up Really? He's like, come over again. I got some waterproof <laughs> sheets. That was a good time. Maybe we won't get tacos. Yeah. I mean, if it happens when you're 17, the guy like breaks up with you, blocks yeah. you. It's younger things. So sometimes yeah. we have to catch up to where we're at. And this is the other big thing about debunking our own sex sex myths or sex things that we believe that we're carrying around from high school like time to update that and be like no guys want to go down and you know they get it that's like a currency and the chance that he's going to be there being like oh i wish she shaved he's going to just be like they don't they're not compartmentalizing like yeah. we do with our bodies i mean they're not thinking that stuff mm-hmm. at all Guys don't even know all the process that you go through before you even hook up with them. Right. So, like, that's why they're not thinking about it. You were like, like, when I thought I was going to, like, hook up with a guy, I'm just like, oh, my God, like, let me go. Okay, I'm going to shave my whole body, get a tan, clean my whole house. And Casey comes over to my house. I don't know. I'm not sure which house we're going to. Right. Um, pick out a cute outfit. Did I say already get a tan? Do my hair. Right. Do my Tan's makeup. Important. Oh, I need to get my highlights done. Okay, let me get my highlights. Like, literally, those are all so my good. thoughts. And yeah. I literally do all of that. And then I'm like, they're like, oh, you look so cute. I'm like, oh, I didn't even. Oh, I just I just I finished just, work. What exactly. the hell? Thank really? you so much. But like, right. no, I was watching like... your hilarious on your Violet Benson, which everyone should check out that too on Instagram. You were saying like, don't you? I had a dick date with a, a dick, and you're like, I've got sparkles <laughs> all over me. I put the lotion everywhere. I shave my whole goddamn body, and you're gonna cancel on my. And I said it, and I said time. it that it was a joke, but like I was it's serious. It happened, and that and, and inspired and me. <laughs> that I because a lot of times a lot of the videos I do post are as a joke. It's not in the moment, but that actually did happen. I got canceled on, so it inspired me to just record that video because it really was how I felt. But then afterwards, I was like, "You guys can't take me that seriously." Like it's like right. no, no, you know, it's not but true. It fun, but, but it's it was true. true. No, it dude, true. it's fucking true. It's true. That's why I tell people now, everyone who's online dating and stuff, I'm like, at least Facetime before you get out the door. Like. Don't get all ready for a date. Go across town. You haven't met yet. Women, we do a lot to get ready for a date. Yeah, I hate putting. That's what makes me mad. Ready. If a guy is either like, "Hey, what are you doing right now?" You're like, right pisses now. me off. Right. Or if um, they cancel like an, a few two hours before, because it's like you don't fucking know everything I just did <laughs> to be ready for this. Like, no, it's rude. I missed a funeral for this. I'm <laughs> kidding. No, I would right, never. Exactly. No, like, not not that far. But <laughs> no, but you're right. It's a. It's like. And then those aren't the guys you want to give a second chance to. No, 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 no. Okay, so what about now? Are you dating now? So you're just kind of, you're casually dating. Is that considered dating what I was doing? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. But you want something serious. You were saying casual sex is not for you. Casual sex is not for me, and I feel like there's nothing wrong with it, and I don't want to upset anyone that is doing that. Like, I'm all about it, but I just... It's something in me that I just feel like no one deserves my vagina except like a guy that's only fucking me. Like I just, I used to, and I I feel like last year when I did kind of try to date, because I don't know if I talked about this before, but up until last year, um, up until last year, I've only slept with four guys and it was three of them with my boyfriends and then one guy I met on Tinder and I fucked him as a rebound. Then I, um, last year I was like, I finally want to date around. And then that year I fucked four more guys. Okay. So it was like, I went up to my eight. Yeah. And 
because I wanted to try, you know, because it was fun. And was it fun? Yes, it was so fun. But then when they don't call me as much uh, or they lose interest or I'm starting to get jealous or they're talking to other girls, it didn't make me feel good. And I was like, okay, so I'm not the type of girl that can handle this. Exactly. Like, it's not Casual for me. Casual sex isn't for everybody. I tell you that all the time. Test it. For some people, it is. They're like, yeah, I had a one-night stand. I didn't feel bad. I got off. Great. But other people are like crippled. Like, he didn't call or I didn't yeah. know it was going to be a one-night stand. For me, I felt like I wasn't looking for sexual pleasure. For me as I was learning from it I was seeing oh I'm looking for intimacy yeah. and I'm trying to look for it now through sex subconsciously because I've been in relationships my whole life and I'm not getting it because oh duh they're fucking me just to fuck me they're not fucking me because they love me you right. know exactly so for me that's where it was it was coming from and then this year when I went a while without having sex or even kissing anyone it wasn't because I was like no one deserves even my lips right on my mouth on my right. face uh, let alone right. my let lips alone down there lips. the pairs of lips it was more like I got busy and I just wasn't interested in anyone but then um, like I'm just a really extreme person so I go from like zero to Right. I so just, then, uh, yeah, I so get it. After our session, like at first, I went on one day with a guy, and he was just like, "You're so beautiful. You're so this. You're so this." I was like, "Okay." And he's like, "Can I kiss you?" I was like, "Sure." We made out. Then, like, it didn't work out with him, and I was trying to kind of not be my feelings about it. So then, that the following weekend, I go out with my friends, and then I see this other guy, and he's like, "You're so beautiful. You're so this." You're so this. I was like, "Okay, I'll hook up with him." So it's words of affirmation. Feels I like need too. words I, of affirmation. Same. I also I, I only same. found that out now. Like yeah, I, I so didn't did you do a love language quiz. No, I just I didn't understand why it makes me. I didn't ever realize it so makes good. me feel so good. Yeah. Well, yeah. Probably maybe your dad did. Who knows why? But I, same thing. We did the test. You know, there's five of them. Yes. Five. Did we talk about this on your show? There's like five primary ways that we all experience that we feel the most loved, and one is words. Like, babe, you look so hot. Another one is gifts. Like, he brought you something that, you know, you've been wanting. Um, the other one is acts of service. Like, he was like, oh, I, I put air in your tires when you, you, I know your car broke down. And then there's um quality time. Like, the time, it's just the two of you, no cell phones. And then there's, um, I always do this, acts of service, gifts, physical touch is number five. Like, you yeah. just touching. So, yeah, I, but I, I think, like, I never realized how much it would, oh, how good huge. it would be. Which sounds so silly, because I do like it when someone compliments me, but if there's something about the person that you like, right. when they compliment you, then nothing else matters. Like, I literally don't care if anyone else thinks I'm beautiful except that person right. that I like. Exactly. If you think I'm beautiful, I feel like the most beautiful girl in the room. Right, exactly. And you got it. And, and I've even been with guys where I like, if they, and this is when I've learned all of this. I was like with the guy, and I know he thinks I'm hot. Like I yeah. know we're having sex. It was great. It was early on in our relationship, and I was like, hadn't seen him in a while. Maybe like a week. We were um, he was on vacation, and then we were seeing each other. So of course, I did my like three hours tan, got ready, did the whole thing, and like he saw me. He's like, oh my god, we had amazing sex. It was great, and we were like missed each other. But then I'm realized I'm lying in their bed after this, and I've been waiting to see him. And I was like, literally had this thing in my body going. He, he, he doesn't like me. Like, something's off. And then I realized he hadn't told me that he thought I looked hot. Aw. Even though I was, so I was like, you, you're attracted to me, right? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, of course. Oh, my God, you're fucking hottest thing ever. I'm like, okay, so I need to say that. Like, when you walked in and you saw me, you thought that. Yeah, I'm like, from now on, just say it. He's like, yeah, totally. Note taken. And then he did. So it's like, so it, just kind yeah. of like, and it wasn't, I didn't feel like it was weakness. I just felt like, I know you're thinking it. I'm confident enough to know because we wouldn't have this connection. But just, I want to hear the words. Yeah. So that could be like... No, so that's what I kind of learned with the three guys that I yeah. kind of all went out with in the in the duration of three weeks. Like one guy every week. And then that's but, fine. Well, the and second guy really learn. liked him, but then he was too insecure. He got to the point where... Insecure and I feel bad saying... 
He'd be like, I mean, I've known him since last year, and I guess he has his own things going on. But every time I see him or run into him, he tells me, like, you're amazing, you're beautiful, this and this. I just, like, I just feel like you just scare me, blah, blah, and then I don't hear from him. But, like, last time when I saw him, we, like, actually hung out afterwards after he said all these things and we were making out and stuff. So I was like, oh, maybe this time he won't, like, quote, unquote, like, ghost me or run away because it's the first time we kiss. But it, right before we kiss, he said the same thing. Like, you're so amazing, you're so beautiful, and, like, you're so smart, you're so talented, and, like, you're going to achieve so much. And I just feel like, I just feel like I don't even deserve you. You just deserve oh. so much more than me. And, like, I just can't give you what you want from me. And I feel like you're one of those people that you get bored with people so easily and you're just going to leave me. And it's, like, literally oh, within, God. like, me just you saying, like, hey, uh, how are you? Right. And f- first I was just like, oh, he's kidding. But, no, then he ghosted me. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, cool. Not ghosted me, but he kind of slowly ghosted me in a way. Yeah. I didn't he was even... already, he's not confident. I know, and I almost felt first it made me feel like there was something wrong with me, and it made me a little sad, because I was just like, I feel like we can connect really well. What if, and I'm like, V, the what ifs are not meant to happen. So if you're saying what if, it's not for you, and there's nothing you can do. Like People don't change unless they want to, and when people show you who they are, believe them. Exactly. Like He was literally showing me who he was, and I was making excuses. I was like, hello, V, there was a pattern. Like you, you, You ran into him like four or five times every time. I know you thought it would be different because this time you guys were kissing and you have more like the emotional connection, but you can't like fix him if he feels bad about himself. Like you can't help with that. Like right. he has to. Yeah. And it's not you. Because I really did feel for a second like it's me. Like we're all supposed to go on a date. Yeah. And he canceled on me that morning. Because he was like, I just feel like I need to get my life together before we like hang out today. And I was like, in one day? <laughs> Good luck with that. Right. And it really, really, really hurt my feelings because I'm an emotional person and yeah. I felt, if I feel connected to someone. Right. Um, but then I was like, Okay, I need to get over it. What do I do? So then <laughs> swipe. No, I what? hit up this other guy that I've been friends with for years, who I always flirt with, who I never even thought I would go for him. But he's so fucking hot. And I was like, you know what? I'm so hot, he's going to want me. Yeah. So I just went for it. And I came over and we hung out. And how was it? It was good? It was so funny, though, because <laughs> he's so hot. And like first, when we were like kissing and stuff, um, I was thinking, I was thinking kind of about the other guy because I'm, I get so emotionally attached without right. even having sex with someone. But then in my head, I'm like, V, this guy's so hot. Like, are you, like, why are you getting thinking about the other insecure guy? Yeah. So then I really focused on this guy, and it was just present, like, yeah, he's so fucking sexy. Like, I'm so happy we hooked up, and I'm happy also we didn't have sex. Yeah, exactly. So what I'm thinking is for you, this is going to be a, your good new game. Not oh a my game. God, I can't believe I just spilled the tea on like all the guys. No, but that's good. No, this is what I'm hearing. I'm hearing that what have you've learned is that sex isn't going to bring you the intimacy. No. It's more like waiting to get to know these guys, get to kiss them. Maybe maybe they touch their your breasts if they're lucky. Oh, I, I would love that because I like, I'm like, I feel like, I mean, why wouldn't you touch why my wouldn't breasts? You? I want to touch them. I mean, like, you know say, yeah. So, I, so that's what I'm feeling. But like, maybe just slow it down and really get to know them. But there's something to so sexy about not having yes. sex the first time you hook up. Like there's, I didn't realize it before, but yes. there's something so fucking sexy. Yes. Just like seeing each other's bodies moving around, but knowing you're going to eventually maybe fuck this right. person. It's, it's just so hot. It's the tease. It's the anticipation. Uh, it's the buildup. It's like, yeah, this is what we're going to get next time. And yeah. I don't think we do that enough. And I think that we often think like, well, we're already hot and having the moment. Might as well just do it. It's like, what's the rush? Get to know them. And another thing, especially for you, I would recommend even waiting longer, like maybe three dates or four because because you know that you get emotionally attached and especially after sex a lot of women do and I often say like when we have sex too soon and I'm not one of these like wait three dates wait six months like there's a lot of people who like have these prescribed these you know time limits and stuff I just think 
when you do hook up too quickly, sometimes we get so attached to the sex, we can't see all the other fucked up shit. And we get attached to also the, the idea of this person. I feel right. like if I have you sex with a guy too soon, that's it. Like I have this whole idea with him because yes. we had sex and like he's amazing and he's on this pedestal. And, I, and like I'm not even like not seeing anything else about them. I can even get attached, emotionally attached to someone without having sex with them if they're giving me the emotional connection that I need yeah. and making me feel good. Like I will be, it would be hard for me to let them go. Yeah. That that happened to me last year with a guy, yeah. Just because he was giving you, and he was just like supportive. And he was ended up being so toxic, and we weren't even having sex, but like it was hard for me to kind of let him go, and he was bringing me down without me realizing. Yeah. And because I give me an example of that, because I think we all go through that, like toxic, and we don't see it because we're all so smart. We've all been there. The thing is, my my language of love, like you said, I guess I need words of affirmation. The way I give love back is I need to feel needed. So I want to always be able to help people. Okay. So people, sometimes I feel like people who don't understand that's who I am, sometimes they think like, I think they're so down here or something and that's why I want to help them. But no, that's like me trying to show you that I care about you. So I'll be like, oh, you want me to connect you with these people? Or like, do you want me to pick this up for you? Like, I just want to help you. When you're in a relationship. Yeah. Or even when I'm dating. Like, I just want you to feel, I want, I need to feel needed. Right. Or else like, what is my purpose? Although now I'm learning that just my company is a great, I think even with friends, I have this need, even up until this year as I'm learning more is that, I always felt like, I remember one time I was hanging out with these two new friends and I go, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Do you want me to shout you out really quick? Like, is that what you, I'm like, so I'm like, I totally forgot. And they were like, what? And I go, I, I mean, do you want me? I'm like, do you need to promote anything? And that was like my thought process. Right. Like, they were like, what? No, we're just happy. Like, we just we like your company. Awesome. Yeah. And you're kind of like, oh, oh, okay, cool. But that's like, I guess a thing that I'm still working it on. It is but anyway. a thing because you, you have so many, fi- I get that. I yeah. get that too. But so, that you're so self-aware. I love all this work you're doing. It, I am very self-aware. That is yeah. a great. And you keep learning though, but yeah. you're never done. Like, I think you're so right. It isn't, it can be tricky in LA. Like, I felt that too with friends. I'm like, oh, I, I'm sorry we didn't do a story. And I'm not as into social media. Like, I try, we do it. Sex with Emily. But I don't, it's a whole, I don't love it. Okay, guys, we're going to take a quick break and we come back even more with Violet. So how often has this happened to you? You just got done with a sweaty, hot round of sex and now you got to clean up. So what do you use? Like, where do you go? Especially if it's really messy, drippy. I mean, you know what happens. Well, that's where freshies come in. So my good friends, Lauren, Michael, and Weston at Woo More Play, you know them. I've been telling you about their coconut love oil for months because I'm obsessed with it. Well, they created Freshies. They're all natural, pre-moistened towelettes made with organic ingredients like aloe vera extract, cranberry, vanilla water, and coconut water. And of course, they're pH balanced, free of alcohol, parabens, dyes, and they're hypoallergenic. So you're also going to love the packaging. I mean, Freshies wipes are individually wrapped and come in a little package that look like an old school cigarette box with the flip top. It's just so cool. Each box has 10 wipes that you can keep in your purse, your car, your gym bag, wherever. And the directions on the box are everything. It just says directions. If you have to ask, you probably don't have a vagina. Brilliant. Trust me, you want these. To find freshies from Woo More Play, just go to sexwithemily.com slash woo. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash W-O-O and use code Emily for a special discount. Get dirty, get clean, and repeat. Guys, what if I told you that you're not tapping into all the sexual pleasure your body has to offer? I know you think you're the master of your domain, but some of you have yet to experience a P-spot orgasm. Yes, I'm talking about your prostate, and if you haven't tried stimulating it, hear me out. Okay, if I told you there was a bag full of money through a door that you normally only exit out of, you'd march right through. This is the same concept. 
Lucky for you, my friends at WeVibe have just the thing to help you find your new favorite sensation. It's a prostate massager called Vector. Vector is one of the most innovative prostate stimulators out there. It even has two stimulators, one for your prostate and one that presses against your perineum. Or, you know, the taint. Oh, you know what else is cool? You can control it with the WeConnect mobile app. And if you're worried about comfort, no need. The prostate stimulator is adjustable so you can easily find the perfect angle. You've heard me talk about WeVibe products for years, so you know all about their quality. So now it's your turn to own one designed just for you. To try Vector for yourself, go to sexwithemily.com slash WeVibe. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash W-E-V-I-B-E today. I am so excited to let you know you can now hear Sex with Emily live five days a week on Sirius XM Radio. You'll find me on Stars Channel 109, Monday through Friday at 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern. But don't worry, the podcast is staying right here. My brand new radio show will have everything you love about Sex with Emily and more. Because every day I'll be interviewing guests, sharing the latest news, and my favorite part, taking your calls live on the air two hours every weekday. If you're a SiriusXM subscriber, you already know how great it is. If you never tried it, get a free trial for 30 days. Just go to sexwithemily.com slash SXM. That's sexwithemily.com slash SXM today to try SiriusXM for yourself. See you there. Last year, there was this guy, the reason he ended up being so toxic is because A, he's um he's an ex, um, he's, what is it called? Ex-alcoholic or he's an alcoholic? Oh, he's alcohol. He's an, he's an AA. He's, he's um, alcoholic. AA and CA and everything else. Mm-hmm. He used to do pretty hardcore drugs. And not that there's anything wrong with sober people. Right. But sober people do tend to have other lingering issues with them. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. But you are taking on a lot, especially I've never dated a sober person before. So I wasn't I wasn't aware of right. what would happen dating him. And I wasn't aware of like the ups and downs. Like yeah. it was a lot for me. And my mom said, don't get involved with this person because it's a lifelong disease. And it's, it's going to be a lot for you unless you're you, unless you love him. Right. And like this is your person. Don't put yourself through it. Yeah. And I was like. I love helping. Like I need to feel needed. I want to help. So and how like, do you help him though? Were you like talking to him about his emotions? I was always trying to make him feel good. And suddenly I didn't realize how he was. First he made me feel good. And then he kind of took it away, I guess a little bit. Right. And he, he was an artist, um, a musician, musicians. What I like about them, if they're writers like me, then right. we're both have so many emotions. Right. But like first he was giving me what I needed, which was like the words of affirmation. Then I feel like he took it away a little bit and it was more all about him. And oh. like he suddenly wasn't happy for me. If I succeed in something, he'll compare. That's me he kind of without yeah like I did something that I was really proud of and suddenly he's like oh you remind me of and he said this one girl's name who he dated years ago and like I was aware they dated her but like they didn't end on good terms so for him to be like oh you kind of remind me of her the way you and like she's known to be kind of manipulative with people's emotions so then him comparing me to her it made it seem like instead of me being so authentic with trying to help people you are I was manipulated the like right. the people something like that and it was like those little comments or instead of saying good job like I don't hear from him knowing if I, he liked something I did and and I'm like okay so you didn't even notice it and he'd right. be like I did but why do you need to always get like the great you're job you're my lover you're my person exactly in the end it was always him putting himself down it was always me writing him essays or on the phone like giving him like you're doing great this is what like you're gonna be great and it was him always being so fucking depressed all the time yeah. and if he was having a bad day you know he's gonna ruin my day and sometimes he would call me one time he called me and he was just like 
I should be fucking doing drugs right now. Like, I shouldn't be fucking sober. This is bullshit. Like, I'm a fucking musician. Like, I swear to God, I just walked past the bar and I'm trying to make him feel better and I'm unaware of what to do. So I'm like, hey, um, I'm like, can you look up any AAs around right. you? Like, make sure to go to Smart. a meeting. And he was just like, what the fuck? You're not my mother. You don't even understand anything about this. And now I'm feeling like shit and I'm unaware. Uh. So then when we hang up the phone, he like hangs up on me so you can, God knows what he's doing. Right. So then I start to Google suddenly to like understand how to deal. And I'm, I start to Google what happens when you de- um, dating a sober person for the first time and I'm trying to find like right, research and facts so hard, yeah. I'm trying to help and like and instead it feels like it's all my fault and then again something compares me to his ex and then he talks shit about his ex which oh, I hate when men talk I hate that too badly Think about that exes shit. or other women yeah because they don't see their part in it it doesn't it doesn't make you feel it doesn't no. make me feel good to, for you to put another woman down it makes me feel like you're not over her exactly and you're gonna talk like that about me right so it was just like a roller coaster and then yeah we talked for two months and we didn't even have sex. I mean, we made out and stuff, but we didn't have sex. And then when we, the way we stopped talking is he went so crazy on me one day and it was so emotional and so uh-huh. psychotic. And he was like blocking me. I'm, I wasn't even doing anything. And he was like blocking me. I'm blocking me. Send me essay text telling me to fuck off how terrible I am. Then apologizing. Then again, like, and it was to the point that I never experienced that. And I used to be crazy that <laughs> I was so shocked and I started crying and I wasn't crying because I was like, I felt rejected. I was crying because I couldn't believe of that someone had so many demons inside of them that he's going through that and this is how he's reacting. Like I couldn't even imagine because he's older than right. me. Like I couldn't imagine like how how much pain that person has to go through right. to to do that whole thing to another person to make me feel so terrible. Like you must feel so terrible about yourself. Right, right. So of course I was like, I will never talk to this man again. But that was but you a- cut it. Yeah. But the thing is that women don't understand is that even if you don't have sex with someone or like the people you put around and if you have sex with them is they you take on their negative emotions so if you're like fucking a guy who's a terrible person or is is depressed or whatever and you think well that's fine because I'm not but you don't realize subconsciously you're taking on those emotions and you start to become those people so when him and I stopped talking I became depressed without realizing and I was like I think really down and and upset and depressed for like a month or two months without realizing because I took on his emotions. Wow. He made me feel so shitty that I started to feel like shit. That is toxic. So what do you think? So do you think that you learn from that maybe now like there's certain characteristics or signs that you would avoid in someone else? Yeah, I think so. But then a good example is a, one of the second guy that I hooked up with last week who has his insecurities, but because he comes off as such a good person, I was like, I want to help him. Right. I think subconsciously. But then my brother-in-law said this, said this thing that like, you know, you don't know this person. I go, yeah, I do. I mean, I ran, I met him like, I hung out with him like four or five times. And then we like made out and like we were talking he goes, but you, Violet, you don't know this person. You have an image of right. him. You're creating an image you create of him. A story like you did when you were a kid, creating the story. And your you brain goes there. And he seems like an innocent, nice person that you want to help, but you don't know him. I think that's what he kept trying to tell you that you don't know. And I was like, Shelly, I'm like, oh shit, he's right. Yeah. So even me right now talking about the toxic person from last year who com- comes off like a badass musician versus this guy who's such a good, clean cut, nice dude. He may actually be toxic too. As I'm talking right, exactly. about it, right. I'm just not seeing it because they come in different uh, different wrappings. They do come in different wrappings. But the interesting thing I always think from each relationship you learn, and this is the work to do. After a relationship, you get out of it and you realize, like, what did I like about this one? What what didn't work for me? What were my what was my part in? It? Like, that's why I have a problem with guys who are like my crazy ex. It's like. You were in that relationship yeah. too. It's a 50-50 deal here. Like, so what do we like about this guy? What don't we like? 
And then you kind of just the next person, you're like, if they do do certain behaviors again, you're like, not not for me. And then I also think it's important, this part of you that wants to be of service to men. Because it probably could be from your upbringing, from where you grew up. I don't know what it was like before you were 14 growing up in Israel, (laughs) that women were more caretaking or men were... Well, my mother takes care of my father. But I always... I never wanted to be like that, which now I... I see my mom as a strength, but there was something about, it's the weirdest thing. It's not just a woman or a man thing. There's something about when you grow up, if, I can't explain it, but there's something about when someone puts you down in a weird way, you need their validation so much, they end up looking up to them. Yeah. And the growing up, my mother was a sweet woman, always there to like hold me, hug me, tell me she loves me. And it was kind of like, ah, she's so weak. She always cries whenever she wants, it happens. <laughs> like, like, get away from me. And I looked at my father like, this is, he can do no wrong. My father, he never cries. He never shows emotion. And when he puts me down, of course, it hurts me. But I, it, now I understand him better. It was to motivate me. But of course, it didn't motivate me. It made me feel like a, like, sh- but, but, like, like shit. shit. But back then, you know, but then whenever you would finally say, that was okay. You did good. Suddenly, I'm just like, You're oh, like, my oh. God, that was everything. Right. And my mom, who's sitting there, always telling me how much she loved me. I was kind of like, get away. So I think that was kind of my view. So right. I think I also had a need to do. always like be beautiful and all that and servicing the men. And I think it has to do with my father. Not that like, I need to service right. my father. But it came from one thing like my dad always comparing to my sister. And I was never as smart as her. But I was always beautiful to him. So then it was kind of like I was a beautiful one. Even though my sister is beautiful. But like it almost felt like that was my talent right. that I'm beautiful so I always cared to be beautiful for my father and it wasn't it wasn't even until like a few years ago that I stopped wearing makeup around my dad but I had a need to be so beautiful for my father to always tell me that it looked good that's how you got your words from him which again I didn't realize right. that's God, what I needed dude, but you've been going through so I needed him growth. like I needed to put makeup on so suddenly my dad looks at me and says oh you look really pretty today and like I needed that so then with men that I would date it was the same thing that's why like I was on and off with a boyfriend for like seven years if we were together for like the few months, then I'm shaving my legs every day. Like I want to be as smooth as a dolphin for him every day. <laughs> I love when you say smooth as a dolphin. <laughs> but like that, and like, it's like the thought of even having Spiky, like, no, I have to be perfect. It's just like a need of me, the man looking at me as beautiful. On. Yeah, but you they know? still look at you as, I mean, look what you've done, look what you've built, look what you've created, your company, your business. You. Like it's so impressive that it's like, I think you can just kind of chill on that and know that you're just probably just fucking blast to hang out with and you're smart. But it's, it really does it's have so to do something with the confidence because like that the last guy that I like made out with um well the second guy I think what I love about him is that he just makes me feel really good about myself but uh I wrote about it to myself I the reason I like the second guy is because he comes off so innocent is that I love seeing myself through his, his eyes I like that version of myself right but I have to remember that like I can see myself through those eyes on my own yeah. you know when Did you write it down? Like, do you write in your journal or do you write it? I write it in my phone, like in my notes. Like, I'll write little poems for myself. You do? I love that. <laughs> That's so good. Right. You got to see it for yourself. It does come down to confidence. And confidence yeah. is, is, is you know, it wanes. But this, the more you work on it, it's like a muscle. It'll just but be then the- with the last guy that I just hooked up with, he's so confident. So I think with him, it makes me feel, I mean, he does tell me how beautiful and amazing I am. Uh, the other guy comes off maybe more like it seems more genuine oh this guy is genuine too but like this guy he's so confident and he like he knows he's the shit and like I look up to that so then for him to look see my confidence and think I'm the hottest shit ever like that also makes me feel sexy that's true it should be equal it should be equal it should be they they see you're awesome you see they're awesome and when you succeed 
he's really happy for you and he's not yeah. threatened. And that's also hard too as a woman to be like, is someone going to be threatened by me? If they're not where we're at in their careers and they're threatened, that's really tough too. But if I felt insecure about myself in any type of way, the second guy would probably still hook up with me because he just like appreciates how um, fragile and vulnerable right. I am. But the, the, the last guy I hooked up with, if I was insecure in any way, like he wouldn't even be attracted to me. But how do you know that? Because I, I read people really well I and know, I understand them. I know, but sometimes them. I think we try to play cool girl and not show our vulnerabilities. And I have a hard time about that. Well, we all do, but we've been talking about this in the show lately too a lot, but like we all need to be a little bit more vulnerable because then we're just putting on an act in a way and eventually you're going to want more depth. You're going to want the, you want intimacy and so to be like, yeah, sometimes I get insecure, but I'm still badass. So does he. So it's kind of a, the bravado that you're attracted to. But you know he's got some shit that he's freaked out about. We all do. No one's perfect yeah. and confident all the time. I know, but sometimes it's just nice. Like the last guy I hooked up with, it's not a guy that I look at as, like the second guy, the reason I was sad about it, and the first guy, the first guy I went on a date with. Yeah, okay. The first guy I went on a date with, I was like, he could be a good provider. So I was like, and then my friend was like, bitch, you could be a good provider yeah, for yourself. Yeah, I was going to say, you're <laughs> Shut a the provider fuck. probably. I, She's anyway, like, look for love. And I want to like, I do want to be a therapist. Okay. <laughs> the second guy, I was like, that could be my boyfriend because he's so emotional and I feel emotionally connected to him. I like his feelings and he makes me feel good about myself. So I'm going to ignore all the red flags of how insecure he is and how he's probably going to bring me down. I'm probably going to always have to make him feel good about himself because I don't care because just I'm feeding off of those emotions like I need feelings baby and he gives them to me right the third guy I guess in a way he's not someone I would typically date because a he's younger than me but he lacks those emotions like his emotions he's so emotionally mature which I told him before yeah. that's the one thing he lacks yeah. is he shows his emotions with anger yeah the anger's not fun and it's for me, it makes me shut down. Yeah. Like, I don't, I can't handle that See, well. but this is so great. So to me, I'm like, lose the guy who's emotionally immature and angry. No, he's so hot. No, but honey, well, unless you just want to have sex with him and have him be hot. I think they're still... still and he's fun. my neighbor. It's like convenient. Uh, neighbor's convenient. I've done that until, yeah. Okay, wait. I, got, I want to get back to some sex things here. For Let's you, talk about I, sex. I had some questions for you. Last time we saw, okay, we got the dating life. I was going to ask if you've had good oral since we last talked, but you haven't because we talked about the Kivin method. Um... And then we talked about I'm Luke. dying to try that. I want to try with a third guy, but like, I don't know how to ask him. <laughs> send it to him try. a link. I'll send you a link to it on our website. <laughs> Be like, I have an assignment. My, my therapist told me to do this Kivin method where it's like this foolproof method to oral sex and I'd love you to try it on me. It's literally. Oh my God. Can we, can, when we, when yeah. we get off, uh, we are, when we, we finish so this, can you, can you, can you compose the text yes. and I'll send it to him? Done. But that's another thing I love about him. I never feel embarrassed to send him or say anything. Good. See, Cause I feel like he just looks at me like I'm like. See, but listen, you want to be the violet that you are here on the podcast. You want to be the same person with everyone. I think eventually is a good goal to not have to think of who I am, but just to be you and then it's hard. It's I feel like journey. because I'm a people a pleaser, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a different person, like a little bit with every guy, but it's also because my rising is a Libra. So Libras tend to change themselves a little bit for their partner. So every okay. partner they have, they act a little differently. What did I just find my rising was a Taurus? Yeah. I just found all this shit out. Too. That just means anyway. how you come off, which makes sense. You're very like, High strong, like a Taurus with the bulls. <laughs> I guess so. Okay, listen. So, okay, lube. Did you try? Sex. I want to talk about orgasms for a minute and toys. Oh my god, the lube! I forgot to mention that lube oh. is fucking life changing. Right? Anyone who's never used, I even orgasming. I don't even mean to yell. I'm so sorry, it's but fine. no, I love this. Dude, it's what I'm all about. Like 
because I get wet. I, t- well, I told you, I already get wet so easily. Yeah. I was like, Have I don't you need tried, lube. Though, right? Even mas- masturbating. Is that what I gave you? I don't remember. It's amazing. Okay. Masturbating. I put on my clitoris. Yes. Masturbating. It's like I came three times in a row because even when you're moving the vibrator around, it like hits different <laughs> spots, and yes, I just kept yes. coming and coming. And I was just like, I remember after the, the first time I tried the lube, I was just laying there. I was like. Oh my fucking god! Like this is right. This is what dreams are made. Of. Exactly, dude. This, is amazing. this please talk about that on your show because people like it, as a, just as a freaking public service announcement. The other part of the um, the taking back your power thing is it's men typically who feel insecure by Lou because they feel like they didn't make you wet enough, they didn't turn you on enough, and you're dry because their dick wasn't big enough or whatever they think. But the truth is, women's wetness level is not an indicator of arousal. So. Just to add a few drops for safety, even if you're already wet, it's a different. It just keeps you wet and lubed. I know. So I'm like, glad you love the, that. I, I, whoever I hook up with in the future with, and actually like take off my pants this time. Yes, which would be very soon. And my panties. I take. I will put the lube on. I will bring it with me because I can't even imagine now like fucking without lube yeah. or even masturbating time, without lube on the night. You're going in all dry when you're masturbating without lube, and then that's the thing is about lube. It's not just like oh, it's a, it would be nice. It's like it's actually a requirement. It's like we if we are too dry, we can tear. You can, right. And women who use it are eighty percent more likely to orgasm. No, but that, remember how I said like you know um, on my on my episode how. I have this thing where my clitoris like it gets swollen after yeah. orgasm and then it, it's painful so I need to wait a little bit it's not painful if you have the lube on like yes. it's something about it just you're good like it's not overly swollen then like it's hard to like get scary to touch there so you hadn't had an or what what fiber I gave you vibrator but I wasn't sure if you I'm gonna give you more I, I you first I tried it with vibe. mine then okay. I tried yours and like I tried to get I think maybe I just wasn't focused enough. Like, I did feel like I was going to pee, and I was like, okay, what happens now? Oh, it was now? the G-Spot one. Yeah, the I gave G-spot you the Cal Exotics one. one. We'll still work on that. But I think I decided that I also wanted to give you, oh, you would really like the Moxie, I think, by WeVibe. It can be controlled by an app, and you can wear it in your under, it's like a panty vibe, so if you're with a guy, he can also, you, it's a great clitoral vibe. Love that. But you could also control it with an app. Like, it's a fun, sexy thing you can play with, with a guy, but it's a very strong vibe. It's like, no one knows you're wearing it. You could wear it everywhere. Or I think that you would like the touch because the WeVibe touch is like this. Oh my God, it's my favorite one. It's a purple, it's a clitoral vibrator and it's great to use during intercourse. And what are some other ones? We're going to go into the sex toy closet after. And I think I did give you, did I give you Woo More Play, the coconut oil lube or did I give you Uber lube in a glass bottle? Do you remember? A glass bottle. Oh, yeah. It's like, and I put a little bit. Just a few drops? Yeah. It's also yes. good for your hair. Oh, okay, Crazy I'll try hand. it. I'm just saying. <laughs> really? Dude, if that happens, yeah, it's good for that too. No, but I, lube literally changed my life. I don't, you hadn't used it until it. then? I've never what? used lube before. Wow. It's crazy. This makes me so happy. Well, because a lot of times I never even really focus 100% on me, me coming. Pleasure. So it was more and like. you hadn't had a multiple orgasm, right? Was that another thing we talked about? Or you had. But... I've never had a multiple orgasm. Like I feel, I get to the moment where I feel like I'm going to pee. Right, but and this is what happens with women. Every day they ask me, they're just like, I don't think I can because I'm done. Well, you th- I'm like you think you're done. Take a beat, take the vibrator off, or just breathe for a minute, and then you can have like three or four. You know what else bothers me that I realized finally about guys when they like put their <laughs> hand over a pants so like, and I wish I would not. I will stop faking it at this point. Is that when they put their <laughs> hand on your pants and they start to move it around to pretend like to give you pleasure? Half of the time they can't even find your fucking clitoris, no. and you're like, what are you rubbing on? Right, and it's so it frustrating. But then finally. 
last last time with the last guy i moved his hand i took his hand and i moved it and i started to like move on it because i was like me feeling super sexy and taking the power like normally i feel like they were just i would let them rub it somewhere on like my skin and i'm just like oh yeah yeah, you're like, oh, babe, that's so good. But now you're like, no. And they pre- and how much do they appreciate that you start moving in an authentic way, taking his hand? He's like, thank you. I mean, they yeah. don't fucking know. Yeah. They're just digging for change down there. They know what they're doing when they're going up there and they're just like, Arr. Yeah, and the next, the next morning, I can't really fully remember like that night because I was so high. But... Um, <laughs> I hear you, dude. We just in sex. Uh, But the next morning, we were like kissing and stuff. And it was kind of like, I think when we both woke up next to each other, like, oh my God, this is so random. Because we've been friends for so many years. Like, even when we're about to kiss, we're both really high. We just kept getting closer and closer and we're giggling and it was so uncomfortable. I was like, that's going to be the worst sex of my life if I woke up with this guy. It wasn't. Have you used a toy with him? Did you use a toy with him? It was the first time we just, (laughs) yeah, like a few days ago. And then, but the next morning when I woke up, um, and I was like kissing his neck and stuff and I was feeling really sexy and sexual and he was like touching me around like my boobs and stuff um he was really hard and like I touched his penis over the pants but in my head like I knew since I didn't come I'm not gonna I don't care if he comes but like I did because it just kept growing like I was like holy shit it just keeps getting bigger and bigger so I was really surprised I remember (laughs) I did like open like I I opened his underwear and I looked down there because I was like what is this phenomenon like what is happening and I remember to feel sexy, I just, I did put my head down there and I like licked the head. Because nice. I remember also what you said where the area is really sensitive. So yeah, I think I put, I put my finger on there and I licked the head for a second. And then I put the shorts back on. He's like, oh my God, please make me come. And I was like, make yourself come. <laughs> and he was like, oh, okay. And I was like, yeah, maybe next time. Uh, plus he, one time he made me upset like two months ago. And I was like, that's for this, that time. And he was like, you're kidding, right? And I was like, no. Yeah. Anyway, then he went in the shower and jacked off. He was like, I'm going to go in the shower to jack off. And I was like, sounds good. Good. You don't know him anything. And I didn't. Like blue balls thing. Like, they get through it. Go figure it out. You know what to do. It's not my I job to I didn't feel bad. When I was good. younger, when a guy told me he has blue balls, or even I was watching Euphoria, and it reminded me. Oh, I have to finish watching. That show's so good. And it reminded me of when I was younger in, like, high school or college, when a guy's like, please, please make me come, but I think you're so pretty. There was this one scene and I go, oh my God. Like as obnoxious as the scene is, this is really like yeah. real life. You're like, oh, you think I'm pretty? Okay, I'll make yeah. you come. And he's like, please, but you're not going to suck my dick, but I like you so much. And I feel like memories, like of course I'd be like, you do? Okay. Like, of course I want to make you come. I don't want, right. like, oh, but the blue balls, they hurt so bad. Is that like, for you too? Or no? Yeah. Ugh. And you're just like, oh my God, like blue balls are job. probably the worst. Like, you're going to explode. Yeah. Like, let me, please, let me help you. It's like, now it's like, I don't care. Like, yeah, yeah, you, dude, you don't take you care of You figure it out. Yeah. Like, you have a hand. my job. Right. Good. You really have gone through a lot. And after that, that's when he was like, he looked at me as I was putting my clothes on. He just looks at me and he goes, I can't wait to fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> dude, like, that's it. Right, you got it. But I hope like he really wants to hook up with me. Again. <laughs> That's where my insecurities come from. No, so, no, he does. Just ride that. If he doesn't, do you know many other men? You just drew up third three men in the last few weeks. It, there's correct. So many that is men. true. That is true. Correct. It that is, is correct. Okay. You don't think it, you don't think it's coming on too strong if I suddenly send him the kibble method? But you are you seeing him again? I mean, not this week, and I mean maybe next week. Just be like, I just learned about this really cool cool uh, oral sex method. We should try it out soon. If you want to see him again. Of course I want to see him again. So like, I think we should try it out sometime. Or we could draft, you could save the draft. I will write it for you. Oh my God, this is where suddenly my confidence goes away and I feel like a child and insecure and nervous. I do it too still. I still, <laughs> I, I didn't date for the last seven months. Oh, okay. I just got busy and I've always like, I don't feel like, you have a sex show though. I'm like, I've had a lot of fucking sex. <laughs> I'm taking a break. I'm working on myself. I'm working on my friendships. I'm working on building my home and all these things. 
But now I just met a few people like in the last week because now I'm ready and like energy and people are coming in. I'm like, oh my God, he asked me to send him a picture. Like, what, what's a cute angle? Like, you know what I mean? You send nudes? No, I have never sent a nude. It was just like a, it was like me on the mic. I like had them take it. Like, <laughs> I'm like, bring the circle light over, bring the ring. Am I cute? Yeah, we all get those little moments. You're doing great. I am doing great. Dude, you are. You are. I'm really proud of you. I can't wait for a guy to try the kibble method on I know. Me. Kevin, we're going to do Kevin, it. sorry. Kibble. No, it's kibble. It's not even a great Kevin. name. Kibble. It's, it's because it covers more nerve endings if they go back and forth over the clitoris and not up and down. And if you don't know what this means, you go to my website and Google Kevin method, K-I-V-I-N. All right. Violet Benson, you're awesome. I'm going to ask you, okay, so where can people find you? Um, so people can find me on Instagram at Viola Benson, also at Daddy Issues underscore, um, and then my podcast at Too Tired to Be Crazy, which you can also find on Spotify, Apple, and everywhere else. Everywhere, yeah. Yeah, we'll put this on the show notes as well. Yeah, Too Tired to Be Crazy. It's on every uh, Thursday, and it's just about like dating and relationships, and also like self love. So I have one um, every week. I have either a guest or it's a solo episode, and the solo episodes are more about. You know, like finding yourself and things like that. I love it. You're so honest and authentic and real, and you're Thank killing you. it. So I've got to ask you um, five questions that we ask our guests. Okay, they're quickies. Ready? I'm excited. All right. Okay. What's your biggest turn on? Um, my biggest turn on when a guy compliments me. <laughs> right. We got that. Biggest turn. No, it's true. Biggest turn off. Or does it? No. That's wait, it. Is my turn on all has to also do with something that they are doing, or is Anything, it? That's right. Is it bad that biggest it's just about on, me? No, dude. That everyone it makes it about when that. a guy makes me feel sexy. It's my biggest turn on. Yeah, perfect. Biggest turn off in the bedroom, anywhere. Yeah, biggest thing off turn off. You're like, no, you're not my guy, or no. someone that's overly cocky and shows no emotions or vulnerability, like the date number three. No, but like I know, I've seen saying. his vulnerability. Okay, fine. You've what? I've seen him be vulnerable. Okay, got it. Okay, something sexual you would never do. But no, actually, you're right. That's what it took me like four or five like, years to finally hook up with them because that was a turnoff for me. You're right. Okay. So, okay, I, go on. You're not even asking me to analyze you. I have to feel like, do you want advice or do you want to I love advice. Okay. Um, something sexual you would never do? Threesome. Okay. I'm just so focused on my partner. Yeah. And like, when, when I feel like for me, sex can be such something so beautiful, even for fucking. And like, when I look at him, he's like my perfect human. And when I want him to look at me like I'm the most beautiful person in the world, and all I want to do is like worship him and pleasure him. And I want him to do the same thing with my body. And it's just like the two of us, and there's no one else in this world. Right. I can't handle like having you don't a third want person there. That, right. No, bitch, I, go. That's good. <laughs> Although I love you and we can hang out after, but like, don't be in my, the bedroom with me. I got you. It's good to know that by yourself. Okay. You're, uh, how would you describe your sex life in three words? Not happening now, <laughs> but <Perfect>. soon. <laughs> exactly. Um, something you would tell your younger self about sex or relationships? That you can't find intimacy through sex. Uh, relationships take time. You can't jump into them. Um, and that sex can be amazing with someone that you love, but also some to know that Sex should be about you two enjoying yourself and it's not all about pleasuring the guy. Yes. I love it. Thank you, Violet Benson. Thank so you. so fun having you here. All right, guys. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the show, for supporting the show, for telling your friends about it. If you enjoy it, we love when you subscribe or write a review. Hopefully, it's a good one. We love you all. And thanks to my amazing team, Ken, Kristen, Michelle, producer, Jamie, and Michael. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. 
You know that I'm obsessed with you doing your Kegel exercises regularly. I mean, they do stop those sneeze and pee situations and they lead to more intense orgasms. I mean, that's why we need a strong pelvic floor. And honestly, hate to break it to you, it weakens over time. It just does. Which is where BTL Mcella comes in. And trust me, there's a good chance it can change your life. So check this out. BTL Mcella is a large chair that you sit in, fully clothed, while it uses electromagnetic pulses to deliver... 11,000 Kegel exercises in a single session. I'll say it again, just in case you didn't catch it, because I didn't believe it either. You sit on this chair for 28 minutes, and when you stand up, you've just completed 11,000 Kegel contractions. Now, I made my Kegel Camp app years ago just to help us all stay on track, but I don't think you'd ever get to 11,000. BTL Msella is next level stuff, and people all over the world have been amazed by the results. And such as for women. I mean, BTL Msella has FDA clearance for all forms of female and male urinary incontinence. Essentially that peeing or dripping, well, you know, when you don't want to, when you least expect it, jumping on trampoline, when you can't find a bathroom, all that stuff. So whether you're one of the 40 million women wearing pads every day or a guy dealing with embarrassing leaks, BTL Msella may give you your life back. There are hundreds of providers offering BTL Msella treatments. To find one near you, go to sexwithemily.com slash BTL. That's sexwithemily.com slash BTL.